Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to the episode of Blurg. Today we're discussing the 11th episode of 30 Rock Season 6, entitled Standards and Practices. Today's theme is nemeses, and Julie's nemesis, Jenna, not only has a major storing line, she's also procreated. Meanwhile, Jack's pint-sized pubescent foe, Kaylee, shocks Jack more frequently than his Cato. BFFs Kenneth and Liz are at odds. Tracy's fasting than fucking. That's saying the F word, right? I'm pretty sure. And then we've got lovely homages to both George Glass and Mrs. Doubtfire. Let's dive in. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Well, hello, Hank. So good of you to come up. Well, I'm not going to miss the America's Kids Got Singing finale. Last time I was this excited was this morning. I saw a cat wearing the same sweater as its person. <laughs> Jack, you remember my granddaughter. Oh, hi, Mr. Donaghy. Kaylee. There's Jenna Maroney. So, Jack, how's your wife? Still kidnapped. How's the yearbook going? I heard you made editor of the photo captions. <laughs> hey, Pop Pop, wait up. Hey, Pop Pop, wait up. I am so excited for the finale. Not that it matters. Even if Brock doesn't win, he is going to get a record contract. So it definitely doesn't matter. This isn't the last we will be seeing of Brock. Well, whoever wins is a great night for the industry. Kids as they hit the whole family can watch together, not your usual sitcom crap full of gratuitous vulgarity and pratfalls. Oh, 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 my penis. Jenna, this is a big night. And I've got something big planned. Tonight, during the finalist duet, I'm going to... Now, of course, none of these little condom accidents could actually make me cry. So I'm going to rub this under my eyes to help me fake it. It's an old acting trick I learned from Glenn Beck's prostitute. Well, mark my words, Jenna, tonight is going to be the greatest. Disaster in the history of television. The young contestants apparently inebriated on live TV. Oh, I got Is that you or my nemesis? I thought it was too, but... Seeing the hatred that you have when speaking about Jenna is unparalleled. Just another way I can't compete. You know what the definition of felcher is in the Urban Dictionary? So I think felching is like when someone... Okay, so snowballing is when it goes between the mouths. Like you come in a mouth and then you kiss it back and forth. Hold Felch... on one second. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I didn't say it was ideal. Um <laughs> I can't even say the word for the emission because it makes me gag. And this is coming from a gay man. An unsuccessful one. Felcher. During anal sex, when cum is released into the ass, the felcher is the person who removes the C-U-M with a straw or not. Oh, but I don't think straws are commonly used, but I have heard that phrase for someone who's, yeah. I missed that in this episode. <laughs> well, they, the head of standards and practices is Gaylord Felcher. Oh. And I feel like that... <laughs> I was like, what do y'all watch? <laughs> I feel like it's a very different show. The head of standards and practices is named Gaylord Felcher. And I was like, what? Uh, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. I did go... I did work at a restaurant with someone whose middle name was Gaylord and he was a homosexual. Yeah. There was no Gaylord Felcher. But anyway, I knew felching was something. Yeah. But I didn't know. What do you ever thought this on the episode? <laughs> Um, I love Kaylee. I love her and Jack. I think they're so funny together. Jenna's a nightmare. Fantastic. Kenneth in that suit, I can't take it. 
There are a couple lines in here that I think I missed the first several times watching. When she's like, do you have a second, Kenneth? And he's like, there's only one of me. <laughs> what do you mean? I had never caught that before. And I was like, oh my God, that is hilarious. <laughs> and then when um, Liz does whatever she does to solve apartheid and Tracy's like, oh, was that you? Thanks so much. <laughs> so those two lines alone were revelations. And I know I've watched this before because I like any Kaylee episode. Yeah, we talked about it before. The language is so dense and the jokes just keep hitting. There's like some ratio, you told me before, where there's like 17 jokes per second, which feels hyperbolic, but I don't trust you, I, I guess. It's a minute. And a minute, but anyway. 17 jokes a second? Yeah, we need to start watching these in slow mo. There are gags and pratfalls that we've not even seen. Ooh, Tina Fey is going to be on Bob's Burgers. Is she? Someone said that to me. Very exciting. What character is she going to play? I don't know. Saying she's like Linda's friend. Oh, bad. <laughs> What if she plays an annoying assistant that no one actually likes, like Hazel Wasser name, because Kristen Schaal is on that show already and they can do like a little crossover of annoyance. I really felt like we were in for a lot more Hazel Wasser name episodes right away. But when I'm I say Wasserstrom, that's where we get some of our... Yeah, not, not your medical, your um, restaurant <laughs> supply. <laughs> she comes back again, right? Like we're not done with her. Oh yeah. No, no, no. But I felt like she was in the whole season. No, I think she just takes up so much of our brain space as far as just like, oh, no. It's good, though, because I think I feel like I have not really watched season six a bunch and a bunch and a bunch. It's yeah. definitely not my go-tos. So there's lots of new laughs, which is great. What a gift. What a gift. Between. During this holiday season. <laughs> I know. It's so festive and cheerful. Um, Haley Cooper and Jack versus um, Devin Banks and Jack. No, Devin Banks all, all the way. Okay. but Will Arnett in that teeny tiny robe. Dancing for Jack McBrayer is one of my favorite scenes ever in the hotel. He's got that short, short white robe on. You're like, oh, we're going to see another. That he had to hem because it wasn't short enough. (laughs) Anyway, um, is there anything about the Kaylee and Jack dynamic that is better than the Devin Banks and Jack dynamic? She's really funny in this episode. Her whining is really good. He always wins, which is fantastic. Although I don't think taking him across the way is that big of a deal. Apparently what do you like? Passion. We all love Devin Banks and the relationship. But I, <laughs> but I do super enjoy the fact that she's literally a teenager and they're both going mano a mano. And he is taking it obviously very seriously and sees her as a legitimate foe because she is. And something about that dynamic just really tickles me. Yeah. Coming, Papa. <laughs> she also turns him into teenager Jack. Like teenage Which is my favorite Jack. Jack. Girl Jack uh, is our favorite Oh, Jack. my goodness. <laughs> Is your wife still kidnapped? Oh my god. (laughs) She's so good. I thought she was gonna have like have Oscars by now. What happened to Chloe Grace Moretz? Moving on. (laughs) Script. I'm ready to go, baby. Well, hello, Hank. So good of you to come up. Well, I'm not gonna miss the America's Kids Got Singing finale. Last time I was this excited was this morning. I saw a cat wearing the same sweater as its person. (laughs) Jack, you remember my granddaughter? Hi, Mr. Donaghy. Kaylee. <laughs> There's Jenna Maroney. <laughs> Hank Cooper runs off. I think he wore scuttles. He seems like a scuttler. So, Jack, how's your wife? Still kidnapped. How's the yearbook going? I heard you made editor of the photo captions. Sick burn. <laughs> pop up, wait up. Pop up, wait up. <laughs> Liz, Liz comes in with a team rock shirt <laughs> under her blazer. She's looking amazing. Do you think she got it from Rico's? <laughs> I'm so excited for this finale. Nothing matters. Even if Brock doesn't win, he's going to get a record contract, so it definitely doesn't matter. <laughs> this isn't the last we'll be seeing of Brock. Well, whoever wins, it's a great night for the industry. Remember when, like, 
people actually became stars on that show. I think it all ended with The Voice, where no one actually spun off. American Idol was the only one who actually churned out pop stars. But they were all, everyone would always be like, they're still going to be successful. It's like, bitch, where? You will never hear from them again. In Europe. I don't know. I never watched The Voice. This is The Voice. I watched it the first couple of seasons. And then I just couldn't handle Adam anymore. Really pisses me off. So there's Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Oh, love her. Clay Gagan. Ruben Stuttered. Fantasia had a moment. Jennifer Hudson. Jay Hood. Yeah. EGOT winner. (laughs) Adam Lambert. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was from there. Thank Um, Thank you. Taylor Hicks was a moment for a second. Who knows why? I forgot about him. I think the last big one was the dude, Philip Phillips, who's saying, I'm going to make this place my home, which just makes me think of like the 2012 Olympic gymnasts. They got I gold. To, I went to high school with a boy named William Williams. Why do you do that? <laughs> Phil Phillips, <laughs> Philip, Phil, whatever. Bill Williams, what a terrible name. No offense, he's a great guy. <laughs> Kids is the hit the whole family can watch together. Not your usual sitcom crap full of gratuitous, gratuitous vulgarity and prat balls. In the background, a crew member falls and <laughs> yells, my penis. <laughs> Jenna wearing the world's weirdest wig. The fringe is wild. She's got like a mullet on top of a... That's not... I don't know what is happening to her hair, but she looks terrible. <laughs> well, she's pissed off her hairdresser so many times. Now she's getting Back Megan the, the room. Gate. What's his name? Alan? Uh, Kenneth? What? What's her hairdresser's name? Richard Esposito. Yes, Richard Esposito. <laughs> <laughs> Back of the room. <laughs> she's getting Megan McCain. One of the, the best hater. Jenna Maloney lines ever. <laughs> uh, Richard Esposito to the back of the room. <laughs> Um, I'm, su- I'm surprised that there's more than one and that you acknowledge that she does something well even best well we're getting pretty close to her visiting her Native American parents oh no that's Kimmy Schmidt that's, <laughs> yeah. that's so bad it's so bad Tina Fey yeah that's rough yeah so bad uh, Jenna this is a big night and I've got something big planned tonight during the finalist duet I'm gonna cry now of course none of these little condom accidents could actually <laughs> make me cry I'm just gonna rub this under my eyes to help me fake it it's an old acting trick I learned from Glenn Beck's Prostitute. So it's like Vicks Vapor Rub, which uh-huh. I'm sure would make you cry. The Glenn Beck's Prostitute, I literally was on Wikipedia for a really long time. Like they asked me for money for like six times. <laughs> and I was like, no, Wikipedia, no. <laughs> if this is something that anybody can edit and write whatever the hell they want, the answer is no, Wikipedia. But there was some sort of scandal with Acorn, which was not the group that Barack Obama started to help you save money. This is a bunch of assholes. And then there was a prostitute who like fake cried about. I don't even know. I, I honestly can't tell you. I think he's just Glenn like Beck is a piece of shit. Though. Yeah, I think it's just like a piece <laughs> of shit person who likely probably has a prostitute or has engaged in prostitution before. No, I mean that's not what this You're is right. about. He's not hot enough to be a prostitute. He has had a whole bunch of health issues now. You know, he's not coming to dinner anytime soon. I think he went blind. Glenn Beck. Or- he has macular dystrophy. No, not muscular dystrophy, which I had to tell myself. Macular dystrophy. Bummer. Then he had some sort of nervous breakdown issues. It's almost like don't lead a hateful life. We do, and we're still okay for now. (laughs) 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 Oh no, my penis! (laughs) The ceiling's falling. Anyway, remember that that Vicks Vapo Rub. Vapo. Remember that Vicks Vapo Rub. It'll be important later. Also, I got a Vicks VapoRub stick, um, and it's, like, kind of addictive. I don't know if you know this about me, but I've kind of got an addictive personality. And I was just using it to clean my airways, and then I just started, like, closing one nostril and using it like poppers. <laughs> so now I'll just be, like, in the office, like, see another hit, see another hit. 
Are my Vicks VapoRub stick. I was addicted to Afrin for quite a long time. Fair. So the freedom of knowing that you can... So good. It's hard to get off of. Is it because the nasal lining is so thin that it goes straight into your bloodstream and it's so close to your brain? No, it's super addictive. So once you start using it like three days in a row, then your body shuts down until you use it. Wow, it's kind of like cigarettes. You don't really need one until you have one. Then you need another one. I never smoked. <laughs> <laughs> he says with a vape in his mouth. Well, mark my words, Jenna, tonight is going to be the greatest disaster in the history of television. The young contestants apparently inebriated on live TV. I'm going to throw up. Oh, so Jenna. So that was cut to that gay newscaster, Thomas Roberts. Sure. Yeah. Um, he had all those pictures on his like pre grinder profile and he said he took them for to document his weight loss journey. <laughs> I was like, yeah, your asshole is looking real thin. Anywho, um, so they're in Jack's office. Everyone's freaking out. Clearly, things did not go well. Liz comes in and is like, why have you been returning my calls? Because my phone melted last night, Lemon. Must have an Android. See, I can make fun of myself. Come here, Jack. Oh, wait. So Hank Cooper comes in. Come here, Jack. Gives him a big old hug. That was my angriest hug because that's how I feel right now. Instead of heading back to Philadelphia, I'm going down to deal with the FCC. The Federal Clown Commission. I hope that comes off as respectful. My father was a clown, and I know how hard those men work. I'm going to get to the bottom of what happened last night, sir. I've already detained Brock and Ava under the Patriot Act. People have forgotten about that thing, but any white man can arrest any other person. (laughs) So now Ken is here in an all, like, indigo denim suit. That looks amazing. It's like 70s perfection. Okay, well, she's still scarred. That's fair. It's true. (laughs) Hello, peers. Sure has been a busy morning down in the standards department. Because of last night's cluster whoops, Darren was fired. Then he threatened to come back with a gun. Then I got a promotion and the desk closest to the door. (laughs) Here are my new business cards. Late night programming? So you're covering TGS now? And a wonderful new show from D.L. Hughley. (laughs) Hughley. Hughley. Oh, Hughley. And a wonderful new show from D.L. Hughley that's already been canceled. He comes into the restaurant where I work a lot. I think he's locally based. Who? Dale Hughley. Well, I see you every effing week. <laughs> he's got a big old dog that he comes in. So sweet. Oh, the one time you tried to sit at the bar. A dog? Big old dog, yeah. You let in the restaurant? It's a service dog. <laughs> I don't know what it's servicing. He had, does have a child with special needs. Does he bring his son with him? No, it's just him. His dog. Huge dog. So fluffy. You can't touch it because he's working. It's devastating. <laughs> He's always super sweet, really nice. Although one time he tried to sit at the bar with his the giant- dog. <laughs> How did he end up on the stool? <laughs> what was the challenge? He knocked them all over. This is why I don't tell you when people come in. <laughs> He's interrupt me. I'm telling a really interesting story. Stories are endless. And this is one you were finally interested in. You want to let me finish? Because <laughs> there's a dog. And Dale Hughley. I feel like Oscar the Grouch today, and not just because I woke up in a garbage can this morning, <laughs> startling someone named Gordon. By the way, all the Sesame Street people are dying. What? <laughs> Welcome to the Downer Dead podcast. What's wrong, Julie? I'm sorry, Tracy, but both I can't apply. eat for 24 hours because I have a colonoscopy tomorrow. I'm starving. You know, fasting can actually clear your mind. In college, I once went on a hunger strike to protest apartheid. You're the one who solved that? <laughs> Thank you so much. So it's the day after, obviously, after the kids' disaster. We're assuming Jenna's going to do something fucking crazy and on brand. So trying to get ahead of it, Liz says, 1999, Heather Locklear, what are you doing here? What year is it? 1997, Heather Locklear, <laughs> what are you doing here? 
What? Jenna? Save it, Liz. Yes. I was disappointed that I didn't get to do my fake cry, but I do have plan B. The whole point of the cry was to humanize me to change public perception. But what else humanizes a monster? Glad she knows that she's a monster. Motherhood. (laughs) God, don't adopt. That child's better off in Somalia. It could be a pirate or a warlord's concubine. This is better than adopting. Remember my little money-making scheme back in Chicago? Cashing your dead aunt's social security checks? No, I'm still doing that. I'm talking about when I donated my eggs. So a couple months ago, I called the Calumet City Donation Center and House of Blues (laughs) to see if there were any little Jennas out there who wanted to meet me. Hang on. Are you saying you have a kid? No, I don't. I have six kids. She opens the door and there they are. Jerome, share your fear of the bronze. Are you slut? Dear God. <laughs> but bow. So Brock is detained in a little holding cell <laughs> that NBC apparently has. Very powerful man, Brock. Little league tryouts are coming soon. How would you like to wind up on a team with none of your friends? <laughs> it was her idea. She made me do it. Now we got Ava in a separate holding cell. <laughs> Brock just sold you out, Ava. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Their American doll is put into this like rack looking torture device. What are you doing to Molly? She already had to live through World War II. Brock said it was all your idea. No, it was her idea. She's just so cool. Like a human silly band. Who? Who's a human silly band? <laughs> <laughs> and then we flash back to Kaylee. Also I'm t- wearing weird hair. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yes. Thank you for noticing the terrible wig work. <laughs> I think that's her actual hair. It, there's extra pieces in there. Bad. As a balding person, trust me. I was once worn extra hair and no one noticed. They were all like, oh my God, your hair is so long. I'm like, this is not my hair. <laughs> you see me every day. I have a small ponytail. All of a sudden it goes down past my boobs, which are quite low. No, I bought this shit. It did like, look good though, didn't it? It looks really good. It did look really good. They flash back to Kaylee. Obviously, what we're talking about. Who's a human silly man? Who? She's like, I'm tall enough now that there isn't a roller coaster in the world I can't go on. So, you guys drink beer? Or are you babies? Jack is scandalized. Jack versus Kaylee. Round two. Colon. No subtitle. No subtitle necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy announcement. I hope we're all waxed because you're coming with me to my interview tonight for Barbara Walters' 10 Most Overexposed People. So, they're in Jenna's dressing room with all of her... Her flock, her brood, her kitties. Her kin. Her kin. Okay, so let Okay, so let me just quickly identify everyone's good sides. Left, left, right, right, left, Judy. That's not really on message. Why did you make that sound like Julie? Judy. <laughs> Judy. I think someone's feeling a little sensitive today. She's vicious and vulnerable. Look, I didn't call the donation center to be on TV, Jenna. I wanted to get a cup of coffee and get to know you. If you want to get to know me, read my 2006 interview in Amtrak magazine. If you want to be my daughter, put on this wig and smile. I don't know what that was. So now we're in the hallway and Liz is walking past. Kenneth tries to get her attention. Oh, right. There you are, Lars. There you are. (laughs) Boy, I am still not comfortable calling you by your first name. (laughs) I love when you're like, I don't know where we are. And I'm like, I got you, got you. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but you did it wrong. Cast aside. (laughs) Then again, you've never been comfortable calling me by my full Christian name. Kenneth. No. Kenneth is short for Andrama Kenneth Mabel Sorton. <laughs> so what's up? Wait, what is this? Additional restrictions to broadcast standards? Yes. People are pretty upset about last night. How can we do fart doctor without the word fart? I'm surprised they let you say doctor. It's so close to gynecologist, which is disgusting. But that's not what he says. No, he says like gynecologist or gynecologist. He doesn't say gyna, but it's like... 
Something gross. Yeah. Sorry, script person. Fail. (laughs) Have you seen this memo from Standards? Kenneth is being a real dingbat, which is now the harshest word we're allowed to say. You can blame that on Kaylee Hooper. She's the one that ruined the kids finale. Really? What a dingbat. (laughs) Why did I see this coming? I knew this company was making me lose my edge. That's why I hired Kato to attack me at random, like Inspector Clouseau. Kato, don't attack me okay tonight, tonight, okay? <laughs> I know I told you when I said don't attack me, that's when I most need you to attack me, but I'm serious. Kato, ho, ho, <laughs> Excellent, Kato, excellent. <laughs> Did Kaylee really think I wouldn't figure this out? No, she knew I would. So she's going to be ready for me. Good. I like a fair fight. Okay, she is just a teenage girl. Lemon, you know very well that a nemesis can be anyone or anything. It's just like a mentee. Autocorrect. I was trying to say pen organizer. Penis orgasm, I'm assuming. I really had no idea. Good for you. Penis. So up walks uh, Judy with the blonde wig on. Judy's so sweet. Why are you being mean to Judy? I'm not. Jenna is mean. God, you're a winter. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Why are there only six chairs out there? There's seven of us. No, one of us will have to sit out the interview. I'm just going to choose at random who it's going to be. And she just points to Judy. Eeny, meeny, money, mo. <laughs> out goes Y-O-U. Hey. Sorry, Judy. Bye, Judy. Could have just gotten another chair. <laughs> Do you have a second, Kenneth? There's only one of me. What What are you asking? Look, we have a show tonight. You can't just take away all these words we've been using for the past six years. Oh, that reminds me. You can't say using on TV. It implies drug use. We're saying whatever we want. No, you can't. That's an order. I stole that speech from an episode of JAG, but it applies here. Are you kidding me? Last week you were a page, now you're telling me how to run my show? Well, I am arguing back at you. I have enough crap to deal with around here, Kenneth. I'm interrupting you, because I'm good at arguing. I don't need you to make my life worse. I am responding. I am matching your tone and making my own point. You know what, Kenneth? Fine, you win. So we're in Kaylee's hotel room. There's a knock on the door. Who is that? Sweetie, it's Pop Pop. I came back from D.C. early and I lost my darn key. Oh what a world. There should be a... Oh, my brain just died. <laughs> 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 there should be a Hank Cooper and Goofy movie. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> yeah, where it's like half live action, half like Jessica Robert-esque. They should make Goofy sexy. The door opens. It's Jack. Surprise. I'm very good at voices, Kaylee. Very good. And then he does his De Niro. You got one? No. <laughs> I know what you did. And you had to assume that I'd break Brock and Ava, so you're ready for this. But here's what you weren't counting on. This has nothing to do with you. I just had to get Pop up out of town because I'm in so much trouble. Henry and his friends had to go to the King of Prussia Mall last Thursday night because it was a half day. And I couldn't go because I had piano. And my friend Vicky, well, she just got grounded because she went to some highlighter party with Dylan while his parents were out of town. Okay, hang on, calm down. And then Fat Vicky saw her there, so I called her and Henry answered her phone because he had Vicky's phone. Wait, which Vicky? Fat Vicky? Vicky P, are you even listening to me? Okay, God. Vicky used to be my friend. I hacked into her youth. Vicky used to be my friend. I had a face password, so I logged into her account and I posted all these photos with I'm a slut written on her forehead. And the school found out, so now my life is over. Please, what does this have to do with sabotaging me? This has nothing to do with you. <laughs> 
I'm gonna set up the show to make sure Pop-Up wouldn't come back to Philadelphia with me because Dr. Melvin is trying to kick me out of school and if Pop-Up comes to the teacher's conference, well then he'll let them expel me and I have to go to some school in the middle of nowhere, then I might as well be dead. Wait, where are your parents? Who knows? My mom's in Indonesia visiting her charity where poor kids make shoes. Isn't that just a sweatshop? I know! <laughs> and then my dad put a Porsche engine and a Model T and drove it to Mardi Gras. I know what it's like to not have your parents around. I once took a log with googly eyes <laughs> to the father-son picnic. 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 But, uh, who's going to take you to this parent-teacher conference? I have nobody. I want to die. <laughs> so Liz comes upon Kenneth. Do you have a second, Kenneth? No, there's only one of me. What? What, <laughs> what are you asking? <laughs> hey. Look, we have a show tonight. You can't just take away all these words we've been using for the past six years. That reminds me. You can't say using on TV. It implies drug use. We're saying whatever we want. No, you can't. That's an order. I saw that speech from an episode of JAG, but it applies here. Are you kidding me? Last week you were a page and now you're telling me how to run my show? Well, I am arguing back at you. <laughs> I have enough crap to deal with around here, Kenneth. I'm interrupting you because I'm good at arguing. I don't need you to make my life worse. I am responding. I am matching your tone and I'm making my own point. You know what, Kenneth? Fine. You win. But as we saw the other night on Kids, anything can happen on live TV. Right, Tracy? What? <laughs> I'm just saying, Tracy, you're very unpredictable. <laughs> and we'll write clean sketches, but you might just do your stand-up act. Who knows? Okay, I'm still fasting because I misread my calendar. Tomorrow is my colonoscopy. Today was my meeting with Colin Oscopy. Therefore, I have no idea what you're talking about. Talking turkey leg? <laughs> yeah, therefore, I have no idea what you're saying, talking turkey leg. Speaking of getting booed... Elon Musk, hey. hey. Oh my God, the revisionist is working. So Dave Chappelle brought him up on stage. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, the world's richest man. And some people cheered and then people booed and then it, the booers wouldn't stop. <laughs> Liz, were you a difficult teenager? Well, I was voted head of the PTA. So no. She's got a giant brown bag, like a grocery style brown bag with her lunch in it. Yeah. It's humongous. And she looks at it so excitingly. And she has a giant sandwich. Oh my God. It looks so we delicious. Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> I'm accustomed to dealing with difficult people, Lemon, but teenage girls ugh, are a puzzle. Yeah, so how was your meeting with your nemesis? I volunteered to accompany Kaylee to a parent-teacher conference at her school. What? Why? It's complicated. The point is I've never thought I'd say this. I actually feel badly for Kaylee. <laughs> On the other hand, I know full well that this is an opportunity to destroy her. I get her expelled, send her off to some second-rate boarding school, then on to the last bastion of incompetent rich, USC. Burn! I know, Jack. You should say out of this. Nope. I could help this girl or destroy this monster. <laughs> if I could just tell, her, tell whether she's vicious or vulnerable. That's a problem. She's a teenage girl. She's vicious and vulnerable. She might be completely lying when I was like when I was 15 and told everyone at my school that I'd already got my period. Or she could be in real trouble, like when I was 17 and I finally got my period at a very loosely supervised bedding <laughs> suit. Once again, Lemon, I leave your office more confused than when I entered. <laughs> but having glimpsed yet another tile in the rich mosaic that is your <laughs> menstrual history. Hey. So Bravo wants to do a reality show about us, and I thought the opening credits could be all of us in a giant dog bag. Which is so exciting because now they sell human-sized dog beds. <laughs> Thank God I don't have to sleep in Frank's anymore. <laughs> and you guys are all sucking on prosthetic dog teats that I'm wearing. 
Actually, we had kind of a different idea. Now that Judy's gone, it's kind of obvious someone is the odd person out. It's Jerome, right? I didn't want to say anything because I was trying to be a good mother, but you're cheesy and everyone hates you. No, Jenna, it's you. You're so much older than the rest of us, so we were thinking the show is more like the girls next door and you're that old boat captain that shows up sometimes. Did you recognize her as um, the twin sister on the other one? No. Well, she is the twin sister. (laughs) Helene York, I believe. I know. I I looked it up. (laughs) Are they just brother and sister? I thought they were twins. That's you, Hefner, Jessica. (laughs) Yeah, we have no idea who that is. You're just kind of proving our point. I see. Very well. And then she rummages around the couch, pulls off a pillow, looking for... Her gun. (laughs) One of her children is looking for this. So the twin sister from the other one is brandishing the gun. (laughs) Can't rewrite that. Well played. Um, So then... There's like some sort of janitorial cart blocking the women's restroom. So Liz goes into the men's, um, is in the toilet stall, hears someone crying. It's Kenneth. Dude, what's up? I'm just having a bad day, sir. All right, bro, bro. Let's just be cool and sit down and pee in silence like dudes do. <laughs> I just, I started a new job and it's stressful enough not having my own, just having my own wastebasket that I have to fill every day without Liz Lemon yelling at me. I just wish I had never been born. Because if I can't even get my friend Liz, because I thought she was my friend, to respect me, how will I ever run a network and boss around all those Jewish executives that were trained from birth to argue? Yikes. Yeah. I hate no more peeves. So I should just quit and give Liz what she wants. Bro, you should just <laughs> smack that Liz in the mouth. <laughs> Sorry I babbled so much. Thanks for listening. I'm Kenneth, by the way. Me, me too. I'm Kenneth. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth, uh, toilet hole. <laughs> So at the uh, parent-teachers conference, I'm so sorry, Dr. Melvin. You know, I already apologized to Vicky and to Fat Vicky. Fat Vicky's parents were very upset that she was dragged into this mess. <laughs> Fucking administrator. Calling her Fat Vicky. I know. I know what I did was stupid, and I really learned my lesson. Look, if I could just go back in time, I'd, I'd skip clarinet. I'd go to the spring football with my friends, and none of this would have ever happened. Or you simply could have not posted those pictures. Of a hot Vicky's you face page, Mr. She's Bird. a child, Mr. Melvin. That's just me saying that. Hold on, Melvin. You told me it was the piano and that everyone went to the King of Prussia mall. Well, I don't remember, and I'm just so emotional right now. I'm sorry, how are you related to Miss Hooper? I'm her nemesis. <laughs> you bastard. Don't do this, Donaghy. I think the school has done everything it can for Kaylee, but the only fitting punishment is expulsion. It says like these to remind me why I got into teaching in the first place. So Liz says up to Kenneth, Kenneth, we need to talk. I don't know, because someone who actually cares about my feeling told me to smack you in the mouth. (laughs) No, don't listen to Kenneth Toilet Hole. You know him? Yeah, he's great. We should all go out to dinner sometimes. (laughs) Then she mouths at herself, like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) Kenneth, you can do this job. And I do respect you. Then wash my feet with your hair. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I did completely rewrite the show. We're not even using the word dingbat, Mr. Parcel. (gasps) A Parcel man has never been called Mr. outside of an execution chamber. Jenna's like, the blonde ones, they turned on me. They threw me away like I was some kind of Judy. Oh, God, is this how Judy felt? Judy was nice and sweet and wanted to get a coffee enema or something. And I treated her like garbage. Well, then why don't you apologize to her? She's right behind you. But when she turns, she sees herself in the mirror and she's like, Judy, you're so beautiful now. I just came to say goodbye before I had home. I wish, I, wish, but I wish we'd spent more time together, but I guess I'll see you on TV. 
No, all of my children. You're the only one that proves there's any good in me. Forget TV. Let's go get that coffee now. No, you know you can't do that. <laughs> one minute to air. One minute. I have to stop Jennifer from leaving. You just... No problem. I'll cover. <laughs> Day two of my fast. You were right. My mind is clear and I'm sharp as a tack. Great train. Thanks. My brain is working overtime. I finally understand the end of the sixth sense. Those names are the people who worked on the movie. Yeah, and I just got what you were trying to tell me yesterday. You want me to do my filthy stand-up act instead of reading the cue cards. No, Jack, help! I was right about Kaylee, and I crushed her. That's great. I need... The whole time she was playing me, but in the end, she made the biggest mistake. She could not have been worse in that meeting than if she'd wanted me to... Son of a dingbat! Tracy's gonna do a Santa back during the show! What are we gonna do? I'm gonna live bleep him. <laughs> Normally I'd have to get permission from Irene first, but there isn't time. You know why I love Dominican <laughs> women? Because they love those. Because they eat out. Beep! I'd like to introduce house Beep. in a. Beep! Boy! You just ate it with an extra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Kenneth. <laughs> well, you called that right. That's our show for tonight. See you next week. Kenneth, that was amazing. <laughs> it sure was. Kenneth, I'm Gaylord Felcher, the head of standards. Oh, yeah, that's you. The head of standards? I have never seen bleeping like that. So guess what? I'm promoting you, you little Beep. fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Felcher, you don't have to talk like that. Well, who's going to stop me? Who among you has the power to censor the censor? So Haley, known as Kaylee, comes up to Jack's office. What a surprise. Whatever are you doing here, Kaylee Hooper? Enjoying my total lack of adult supervision. I just had fruit roll-ups for dinner at a strip club. Did did you want it to get? No. You wanted to get expelled from school, didn't you? Look who figured it out. It only took you, oh, I don't know, a million years. <laughs> You didn't lie to me about getting censored at school in the middle of nowhere. What I realized too late, you were talking about Beekman Academy right here in Manhattan in the neighborhood of no north of Ware Street, otherwise known as Nowhere. Now I'll be close to my boyfriend, Henry. Like Hot Vicky could ever steal him from me. He's going to NYU to study acting. <gasps> Pop-Pop had gone to that meeting. He would have just written a check, made it all go away. You needed somebody to throw under the bus. You needed a patsy. Ah. Uh, well, I couldn't help but notice that lacrosse ball in your backpack. Too bad I'm on the board of the Central Park Conservancy, so Beekman won't have a field to play on next year. Well, good, because I planted that lacrosse ball to get back at a girl I hate who plays lacrosse. Her name is Jack E. Jackie Office Couch. Damn you, Donaghy! Flash. Kato, seriously, not tonight. I mean it this time. Set up a dingbat! <laughs> so, in the coda, we were at dinner. <laughs> there are three chairs. Two of them uh, have Liz and Kenneth seated at them. Sorry, that phone call took forever. Where's Kenneth's toilet hole? You just missed him. Again? He had to go to the bathroom. You know what? I'll go get him. No, don't. Every time one of you leaves, the other one comes back. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to suspect that I have bad luck. So then she leaves. And then Liz, in a <laughs> ginger wig and mustache, says, Dude, bro, where's Liz? You didn't see her? She just left. I gotta go feed the meter. <laughs> Very missed out fire. Very amazing. What was the Tracy line? Oh, about the end of Sixth Sense making sense to him. <laughs> Three hilarious lines. Here's some fucking great ones, yeah. Did you learn anything else when looking? 
Yeah, Judy is played by the oh actress from Shut Broad City. Up. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> that one of the, the girl was the one from the other one. No, that would require me being funny. So Judy is on Broad City? She is, yeah. And she's the office worker of Alana. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. She's great. Isn't she? Yes. So Kaylee reveals to Jack that she wanted to be expelled to be closer to her boyfriend who's studying acting at NYU. Jack laughs it off. Alec Baldwin earned his BFA in acting from NYU. (laughs) (laughs) Kenneth decides that dingbat is now the dirtiest word TGS can use and then change at least one of Liz's exclamation points. Exclamations to dingbat as if the same standard applied to 30 Rock itself. Nonetheless, they sneak in the word crap to contradict this and even use the dirtier but more obscure word, felcher, <laughs> even though those might be the most obscene words ever used on 30 Rack. Hey. Hey. Dang that. Felcher. Ew. You don't have to do it. Don't worry. So what are we rating this mother truck up? Mm, I'm going to go with 94. 91. 80, 89. So you, it's not a rewatchable? It's kind of a dumb. I don't super love the Kaylee Jack dynamic. Honestly, what we couldn't tell from your opening um, <laughs> cross examination. <laughs> tell me, <laughs> who's a human silly man? Are you guys babies? Um, yeah. So it's like a good episode. Obviously, it's Thirty Rock, but it's not one of my faves. Wouldn't rewatch it. Well, next week is St. Patrick's Day. Oh, two one of, of my, my boyfriends will be there at one time. <laughs> James Jimmy Marsden mm. and one Dean Winters. Please welcome to the stage, Dean Winters. Ivy Winters. <laughs> what are you going to do? That one. Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, obviously a secret touching sandwich. What do you think? <laughs> secret touching. You felt yourself to the episode? That's not humanly possible. I don't know what you're capable of. <laughs> <laughs> Just very talented. <laughs> I'm going to wash you in the sink like, like a, a baby. baby. <laughs> felt this. <laughs> I mean, I love you, but even I would not do that for you. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, um, if you'd like more of this, I don't know why, you could check out our other podcast called Takes All Over the Place. Um, It's mostly about what's going on with us and then a little bit about TV and then as many tweets as we can cultivate that are funny and not divisive. Right? I mean, it's not political. It's just goofballs. Yeah, but we'll make it political. We never, we very rarely. No, we very frequently, yeah. No, we're super great people. God, are we the best? (laughs) Well, Emma. Is the best, yeah. Phil. Frank. Also the best. You're the best. And I'm here. Uh, We're there. Anyway, you can check out Takes All Over the Place, or you can check out our Patreon, where we do bonus episodes. One time we did a watch along. That was really fun with James, because he's all Hey. (laughs) Um, so then if you reach a certain level or you're taken with us, uh, or an accountability buddy, it's like what? A million dollars a day? Huh? Only three. Oh, <laughs> not, a, not, not a, day, a day, a month. 10 cents a day. It's pennies on the dollar. Pennies. <laughs> so cheap. It's a bargain. It's a bar. Yes, <laughs> totally. So if you want to go to our Patreon, it's Nick and Julie, love slash Patreon. Mm-hmm. Or patreon.com slash takes five. That's what I said. <laughs> Nick, who are our accountability buddies? <clears throat> well, we've got the aforementioned dearest James. Awe-inspiring Audrey, Peerless Pam, Pam, Beneficent Bernie, Awesome Abigail, Astonishing Alicia, Lovely Lars, Amazing Anne, Electric Elise, Luminous Lisa, Marvelous Mareka, and Crazy Cool Cassandra. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you for St. Patrick's Day in the middle of Christmas. Hey, <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.